0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 191, the second Sunday of Advent, Year A. John the Baptist went about proclaiming that the day of the Lord was near, and that now was the time to repent and change our ways or else. All of a sudden he sees in the distance Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism and repentance. He calls out the equivalent of, well, well, look who we have here. If it isn't the snakes escaping the disaster, who told you what was coming? The Pharisees and Sadducees were well known for focusing on external things and how they wanted to be seen to be doing the right thing, whether or not they really were. But this didn't fool John the Baptist. Your lives, he said, have to change. External rituals are not enough unless your heart changes as well. You need to have your heart broken in repentance and sorrow and a change of mindset. God does not judge by what the eye sees or what the ear hears, but from the heart, with righteousness and equality. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Of Zion, behold, the Lord will come to save the nations, and the Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace and compassion be with you all as well we continue on our Advent journey. We now light the second Advent candle, the Bethlehem candle, symbolising the journey of faith and reminding us of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. Lord Jesus, you call us to prepare the way and make straight pathways for God. Lord, have mercy. You invite us to paths of righteousness, faithfulness and justice. Christ, have mercy. O wisdom, come to teach us the way of truth. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 to 10. On that day, a shoot shall come out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see The calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. On that day the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The Word of the Lord. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace for ever. O God, give judgment to your king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice, and your poor in right judgment. In his days justice shall flourish, and peace till the moon fails. HE SHALL RULE FROM SEA TO SEA, FROM THE GREAT RIVER TO EARTH'S BOUNDS. FOR HE SHALL SAVE THE POOR WHEN THEY CRY, AND THE NEEDY WHO ARE HELPLESS. HE WILL HAVE PITY ON THE WEAK, AND SAVE THE LIVES OF THE POOR. MAY HIS NAME BE BLESSED for ever, AND ENDURE LIKE THE SUN. EVERY TRIBE SHALL BE BLESSED IN HIM. All nations bless his name. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace for ever. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans, chapter 15, verses 4 to 9. Brothers and <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God, in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. The word of the Lord. Alleluia. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths, all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, John said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance.' Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Many years ago, a man was shocked when he opened up his morning paper and there read his own obituary. His death was mistakenly reported, but what shocked him even more was how the obituary described him as someone who had devoted his life to making weapons of war. That morning he resolved to turn his energies in new directions, working for world peace and human betterment. That man was Alfred Nobel, founder of the Nobel Peace Prize. Alfred Nobel was known as the man who invented dynamite. Nobel also owned an iron and steel company, which he transformed into a major manufacturer of cannons, torpedoes and other armaments. In 1888, Alfred's brother Ludwig died while visiting Kahn, and a French newspaper erroneously published Alfred's obituary, mistaking him for his brother. It condemned him for his invention of dynamite. The obituary stated, La marchande de la mort est morte. That is, the merchant of death is dead. And went on to say, Dr Alfred Nobel, who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before, died yesterday. In actual point of fact, Nobel truly despised war but knew that his creations would forever link him to what he called the horror of horrors. Of his inventions and patents, he wrote that there's nothing in the world which cannot be misunderstood or abused. The shock of reading his own obituary and its condemnation of his life is said to have brought about his decision to leave a better legacy by instituting and bequeathing the Nobel Peace Prize and Associated Awards for Human and Scientific Excellence. Which is reminiscent of the warning that John the Baptist gives to us all, turn away from your sins, make a change of heart and mind. Nobel's decision to turn his energies in a new direction challenge us to make an inventory of our lives and reassess our own life goals. John the Baptist is a precursor to Christ, a word that literally means one who runs ahead of another. So John is coming before the Lord, calling out, get ready, clear the path, the Lord is coming, make way, he's coming, get ready, watch out. I hadn't noticed this before, but with the coming of John the Baptist, here was a battle between humble priests and oppressive priests. As the priests and Sadducees came out to see what was happening in the Jordan River, John called out to them, Brood of vipers! This is really saying, You're sons of snakes, not sons of humans. This is very important. People in this time were born into noble or humble positions due to their family association. There were rich city priests, and then there were humble and poor priests such as Zechariah, John the Baptist's father. The gap between them was enormous and wasn't right. John was saying birthright alone means nothing to God. One is a child of God and they are so by their actions and their fruits and being called a son of Abraham won't count much if they don't show it by their lives turned towards God's justice. Because, as John points out so vividly, if those called to be children of the kingdom should fail to produce the fruits of their calling, God could raise up a new set of ancestors from Abraham from the rocks that surround them. The result of the full establishment of God's kingdom will be peace. But true peace is only achieved by ensuring true justice. Justice given to those who are bowed down by the state of things as they are. The powerful signs of repentance and conversion undertaken by John the Baptist have one major qualifier in them. The change he's calling for in people is not merely achieved by undertaking external rituals or outward signs. The change being proclaimed must be made worthy by the fruits that are produced by this conversion. Timely advice indeed. Conversion, repentance, lives of justice, compassion, practical assistance to the needy and above all love are the only right paths to God's kingdom. The Lord is indeed coming, he will not delay, and he must find us awake and alert, and busy about the Father's work. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Amen. John the Baptist was a voice crying in the wilderness. With one voice, let us raise our prayers to our God. For the leaders of the church, that they will always preach the gospel for all people to hear. Lord, hear us. For our nation, that we will always assist poor nations with our resources, for they are our brothers and sisters. Lord, hear us. For those who are weighed down by the worries of this world, that they will be raised up to see your glory, Lord. Lord, hear us. For life-giving and renewing rain to all the areas desperately in need. Lord hear us. For all people suffering from natural disasters, especially the fires that have been ravaging Australia and other nations. Lord hear us. For ourselves, that like John the Baptist, we will be messengers who prepare the way of the Lord. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that they will receive healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us for the dead, that they will inherit the new heaven and the new earth, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Loving God, may our voices be heard in your presence and our prayers granted through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be pleased, O Lord, with our humble prayers and offerings. And since we have no merits to plead our cause, come we pray to our rescue with the protection of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 1 of Advent The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us Jerusalem, arise, and stand upon the heights, and behold the joy which comes to you from God. Let us pray. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this mystery, you may teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and to hold firm to the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bless you all and may God's grace guide you each and every day of this coming week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoins, rejoins, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel.